Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarfone. Thank you for being here today. So today we're going to talk about how true the phrase slow and steady is and what impact that can have on our finances. But before we do that, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or circumstances that we find ourselves in. We know that you love us and you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask all this through the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, we've all heard the phrase, slow and steady wins the race. And that's true in several areas of life. Whether it's getting in shape and losing weight, or getting our financial house in order. These words speak truth. If we think about the story of the tortoise and the hare, it's one of the most commonly known uh, of Aesop's fables. In the story of the tortoise and the hare, we have a race of two completely different creatures. One's fast and one's slow. And the expectation is that the hare will leave the tortoise in his dust and win the big race. But as the race goes on, the hare gets distracted. He stops to rest. And he truly thinks that he will win. However, the consistent approach from the turtle, step by step, he moves towards the finish line. He passes the napping hare, he keeps his steady pace, and wins. And no matter how many times you read that story, the tortoise always wins, every single time. So, how does this relate to real life? What does this race mean? What is the moral of the story? The answer is simple. We will achieve better results when we have consistency in our behaviors. We need a set plan that will move us step by step toward the goals we have. But it's hard to move forward when the distractions come. And these distractions can come in many forms. So a little personal story here. For years, I've wanted to get in shape and lose some weight. I tried a bunch of different diets and popular exercise programs. I even joined a gym a few different times. I would go a lot. And then not so much. On the diets, I would lose some weight quickly, then give up, and allow maybe a vacation or some other change in life to distract me from the plan. And then I would go back to the old ways and put the weight back on. And two years ago, as I, as I was approaching my 40th birthday, I had finally had enough. I decided to get serious about the health stuff. I hired a personal trainer. He came to my house every Friday for a couple of months. I couldn't not participate. He showed up at my house. I had to participate. And since I knew I was going to see him each week, I had to do the daily workouts he gave me to do, even on the days he wasn't coming to my house, because I couldn't bear to look at him Friday and tell him I didn't do it. I was also paying for this, so there was a financial investment in it as well. Slowly, the weeks turn into months and into years now. I've been exercising regularly. It's a habit I've built slow and steady. I've been able to slowly lose a little over 15 pounds. I've got another 15 to go, but the process is working. I've lost fat and gained muscle. 
I can do so much more physical activity now without requiring like a day or two to recover, right? This slow and steady approach has been a huge benefit for me. It has also had a ripple effect. I've told other people what I was doing and they've started. My children have also seen my diligence in exercise and caring for my health. If you ask them, some of them might think I've been exercising my whole life. It's a great example for them. More is caught than taught with our kids. They will remember our example and what we did more than they will remember the words we've said. But this also relates to many things in life. You know, if our big goal is heaven, we need to have a slow and steady process to move toward God. We need to work slowly and steady towards holiness. Hebrews 12 verse 14, Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. So that process should include daily prayer, frequent reception of the sacraments, regular Sunday Mass attendance, and monthly confession. And that should also include regular meetings with people that will challenge us and call us on to holiness, a slow and steady, lifelong process. For the last 20 years, but even more so over the last 10, I've really had this focused effort to pray every day, reading scripture, quietly listening to the Lord, saying the rosary, reading spiritual reflections, and even praise and worship. There's so many different opportunities for me to pray and worship the Lord. Every other week, I participate in a small group with other men that are also trying to live a holy life. We encourage each other when we face challenges. We pray with and over each other when we need prayers. We're able to celebrate joys and mourn loss together. And as the years go by, I can see spiritual growth, holiness, and maturity in my own life and the lives of those guys in the group. This is part of my slow and steady process of following the Lord and pursuing holiness. I am far from perfect, just ask my wife. But if I didn't have this focus and support of others, pursuing the Lord and trying to be a good disciple would feel unattainable. The examples of those other men around me are proof that it is possible, so I push onward. So, now let's think of our finances. I mean, of course the same is true with our finances. Slow and steady wins the race. If we have an intentional process to live on less than we make, to give, to save, to invest, and to spend wisely, we will also have financial success. But some of us lack the knowledge, some of us lack the discipline, and many of us lack the patience. We want to see success fast, but there are some other challenges as well. Fear and doubt are big challenges. Sometimes they show up as distractions. right? If you've heard the term FOMO, the fear of missing out, we might be afraid that we're missing out on some great opportunity. Maybe it was something we heard on a podcast, a YouTube video, social media. Maybe it was about an investment product that seemed like a surefire deal. Or maybe we doubt that our plan will actually move us towards our goals. It's easy to become impatient as we move towards goals that seem so far off. When we start chasing all these different distractions, it's easy to feel burnout. So what are the strategies we can apply? What money habits should we develop to remove these fears, doubts, and impatience and remove the frustration and burnout? So let's look at them. Eliminate fear. Many times we experience fear because we lack information. We are unsure of certain outcomes, or maybe we've experienced failure in the past and we don't want to repeat that. Talking through our fears and concerns with someone we trust can help identify those exact places 
where more information and insight would be helpful. The more we gain in knowledge and understanding, the more we can quell our fears. So who can you talk to? I recommend someone who not only has some financial wisdom, but someone who also understands your faith and supports you on that journey. It might be a family member or a longtime friend. If you don't have someone, I highly recommend you search and try to find someone. Introduce yourself to people at church or in your faith community. You should always be seeking people that can mentor you and teach you. People that we can learn from and be encouraged by. Strong, meaningful relationships that are built on the Lord can have a huge impact into all the different areas of our life. Eliminate doubt. Doubt is present when we lack confidence. We gain confidence by diligently accessing our situation and determining the gaps or potential pitfalls we might encounter then devising a defensive strategy and a contingency plan for avoiding or removing those areas. Constantly learning and applying what we learn are keys to gaining knowledge that will give us more confidence and eliminate doubt. So, listening to podcasts like this one, or reading books, taking a course, or even hiring a coach like me can help you to build confidence to overcome doubt. And lastly, we must have patience. I love the the book of Proverbs. There's so many little nuggets of financial wisdom in there. In Proverbs 13:11, it says, "Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it." We all deal with some form of impatience. No one likes to sit in traffic. Who really wants to take the long way unless it's scenic? Impatience is that bratty child within all of us that wants it now. When I work with people that have tons of consumer debt and car payments, it's usually a mixture of things, but the biggest factor is usually a level of impatience. It's either we want to take a shortcut or we feel we deserve it now. Many of us can't imagine that slow and steady wins the race. In this culture of immediacy, whether it be you know Amazon, two-day shipping, instant downloads, buying things on credit, I mean, we've really been programmed to not want to wait. But this also applies to our wealth building journey. When most of us start to think about retirement, it seems far off. There's several things that compete for our money. But many times we struggle with foregoing a small pleasure today for a bigger reward tomorrow. When we are steadily moving along our journey and we're feeling tired and the end seems so far away, we view other people's short-term wins with jealousy and we tend to ask ourselves, why couldn't that be me? We get distracted and we lose focus. Worst of all, sometimes we alter our course to try to take advantage of a certain situation that really doesn't belong in our plan, and we risk derailing our entire journey. We tend to not realize it until it's too late and we need to start over. So don't let that happen to you. So to overcome fear, doubt, and impatience, we need to have a plan. Do you know what your goals are? Do you have a plan to achieve your dreams? Are you confident in your plan? If you can't answer yes to all these questions, or if you find that you need more encouragement accountability, you have some work to do. Personal finance doesn't have to be intimidating or complicated. Sometimes we just need help and guidance with money management. It might be a simple shift to your money mindset, or you might just want to have a clearer vision of your goals and know that you have a plan to achieve them. Being here listening will hopefully be of some help. Take a look at some of the previous episodes. There's some great places to start, but I also recommend prayer 
pray for wisdom. Pray that you hear the Lord speak to you. He has a great plan for you, and you just need to listen and to start to use the gifts and talents that he's blessed you with. Remember, slow and steady wins the race. If you want more help, you can always reach out to me. I'm here. I hope this episode has been helpful. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.